Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast. And today I have Jason Reisman with Eustace Roofing on today. How you doing, Jason? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're talking about the different elements of sales support to implement. And we know a lot of roofing companies out there are putting too much on their roofing salespeople and kind of holding them back from selling as much as uh, they could. So I want to really dive in what you guys are doing. It's a, is it, do you say it's a $28 million company right now? That's our goal this year is 28. Okay. Yeah, we're on track. All right, well, they're going to hit 28. Okay, guys, they're but we're, we're growing, you guys are growing, you're a healthy company that has a lot of in-house people. And um, what are, what are you seeing as far as some of the most important sales support items that people that came from other roofing companies to sell for your company really like? Well, they like that it's a team effort. We're all helping themselves. So we're, their schedules are done from here at the office. The team schedules them. They go out, we follow up for them and with them. They follow up with the homeowner. So we're doing it together as a team. You know, they're here in the mornings with the crews. So they get to meet them, get to understand who they are. They're at the Christmas parties. They're at the, we do events with the roofers combined with our roofing uh, sales team. So like they're getting to meet their whole families and, and getting to know who they're selling for. And we're just all part of the team. Absolutely. So I, I feel like part of the reason people want to watch this is also because the result, right? The result. Why do you want to listen to this? Because the results, you guys are doing how many appointments per day per uh, salesperson? Yeah. So they can do anywhere from five to eight appointments a day. So we provide that lead to them. Yep. Um, and so they're able to meet a ton of different perspectives that are going to buy, but their closing rates are extremely high too. So we have one guy 60% this month. We have another guy in the fifties. And some of our newer guys all the way from 40 to 30%. So our lowest right now is 30% with some newer sales teams uh, mm -hmm. that have, you know, just recently come aboard. So our goal is to kind of hit that 50% margin. That's what we're looking for. And if you do, you know, you got all these people around you, you got these different systems for supporting them and the close rate goes up. This is a happier group of people. I'm guessing on average, I'm guessing it, the last, you know, as time progresses, you get people do get, happier that they have people around them doing the other things oh yeah absolutely i mean you want to go somewhere to work where you enjoy where you're at the people that you're around and, and that you're solving people's issues together mm -hmm. as a team better than doing it by yourself so if you're a 1099 sales guy you're out there by yourself you're hitting the streets you're doing all that but you don't really have a team behind you and another big part of it is they know that we do what we say we're going to do so as soon as the sale's done they hand it off to production and then production follows up and they believe in the production team we're all one team and so they know they're selling something that they're saying they're selling. It's a, it's a really important to the sales guys that I have. It's not all about numbers, it's about solving somebody's need and making sure they're in good hands. Mm, I love that. What would you say? So let's just line up the, the items that are in place for them as far as sales support. So from what I understand, there's somebody, a, setting appointments, the, the people answering the phone are, are part of the sales support because you don't want your sales guys having to burn out on, you know, low intent, bad calls, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we have somebody sets the appointments for them and then they kind of go through the call to make sure that they, they're not sending a sales guy out for like a soffit repair or something that we're not, you know, that's not their specialty. So they'll, they'll have a set of questions they ask to kind of figure out what that homeowner is looking for. So we're not wasting that guy's time. Or the what are the elements? Of, 
what are the elements of those calls if you don't mind kind of walking us through yeah so like a couple things are like is the roof leaking do you have um you know how old is the roof like is your insurance company making you replace the roof you know um anything like that how did you hear about us um do you need a repair are you looking for a re-roof um there's also a lot more questions attached to that to help us do the paperwork in the long run. So say they do sign, we already had those questions answered. So we know how to file the NOC paperwork and all the stuff for the permitting. So all that's kind of right from the beginning. So we know how to approach that customer, what they're looking for. We're not wasting anybody's time. The most efficient we can make it. Um, so I have a whole team in the office that designs that. They, they handle all of that. And it's just efficiency from the first phone call. And then you guys also have people in the office that are doing things like follow up mm -hmm. um, and other, and basically the biggest sales support from my point of view is not having them have to project manage every aspect of that job. Yeah. I, I mean, our project managers are guys that know how to do the work. So they're not pointing and telling somebody to do something that they don't know how to do. And so a lot of times the sales guys are a little bit different than your project managers we can't ask them to do the whole process. So they, they're they really good at selling and explaining. So those are typically the guys out front and then it gets handed down to the project managers and production staff and then they can handle from there. And that way they can move on to the next homeowner and help them with whatever their concerns or what they're looking for also. So it's a separate division here from you know sales to product management, stuff like that. So it's totally different. Anything else that's as far like a system that you help do that, that's like sales support in your your opinion. Yes. Well, I do. I do think one of our main things is texting has been a big thing versus email. So we send a lot of follow-up text. We do a lot of um, videos. And so we'll send videos to the homeowner. We'll do a lot of um, where we do the barcode and we send that to them so they can watch each video or whatever. Like say sometimes with their roof, they might have like a dead valley or something specific to that roof. That would be our main area. concern. Mm. We'll send them that video so they can watch how we do that. Mm. And it's, it's awesome because once they watch it, they're actually um, watching our videos. So now they're going to get all of our advertisement too. So yeah. once we can get them to take their own device and watch what we're putting out there, now we can we can go down that whole street because most houses are built at the same time. So if we can get one homeowner to kind of attach to that, we can really build what do they call an algorithm for that street or they can get a lookalike audience and they can send it down that street or mm. people nearby. And so that really helps us for the next customer also. That's beautiful. So you're thinking about marketing also like these, these videos that you guys have spent a lot of time and money on to make sure that they're good. You're using those as sales support as well. Yeah, absolutely. So like, Hey, watch this video. I'm going to get on the roof and check it out. These are things that are, you know, can show our company who we are. So we have videos like that. We can show the homeowner while we're there. A lot of times we want the homeowner to scan themselves so that it's under their device so that yeah. we can advertise to them outside of that. But um, we, you know, we'll have a customer call with a question that we went out to and we'll send a video showing how we do it. So the videos yeah. are a huge part of what we're doing as far as getting that information to the homeowner so that they can be smart and understand it. So then if they don't hire us and they hire somebody else, they know like, hey, that's not exactly what I was taught. So, you know, it starts to make everybody step up to that level. So the pricings are more similar. You know, you might have a guy who's way cheaper, but he's not going to do all those steps. Now the homeowner is going to hold them accountable if they didn't use them. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah. And kind of calling them out a little bit. Like, yeah, low end contractors might try to not do this part, but we are definitely going to do this part. And this is what you need. And it's going to last longer. Mm -hmm. I always think like with sales, it's like, if you can undermine the competition as part of your sales process, that's a big win. Like it feels, I'm not 
I don't try to be super focused, hyper competitive or anything, but I do know my competitors and I do talk about what we do that's different than them on a regular basis so that if they try to present something that doesn't have that as part of it. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like the videos build trust. Like they get to yeah. know you a little bit better. So like, it's not, they already know you when you come to the house, they already know who you are. And so we're, we're kind of trying to do that all at the beginning or beforehand. So, you know, most people like we do a lot of marketing on metal roof systems because everybody looks for metal first. And so they get the prices. Then they're like, all right, yeah, I want shingles now. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. we hit the metal market pretty hard on our videos. We do a lot of metal because it actually, people start there looking for a metal roof mm -hmm. and they realize it might not be in my budget. And then we kind of work from there. I like that method. I like that method. So I want to dive a little bit more deeper into the video thing. Cause I love that. I think everyone, mm -hmm. and a lot of roofers are doing videos now. So it's like, use them more. You know, yeah. so, uh, what is the process around that? Do you, do you just equip the salespeople with those videos and like give them a little palette to work with and use this when this happens, use that when that happens? Mm -hmm. or, yeah. So we built a magazine that has like different scenarios and yeah. they can bring it to the homeowner and they can scan the barcode and actually get that video straight from that. And then That's we cool. can point out, Hey, your roof has this and, and we'll leave that with them so that they're going to continue to do their research and they're going to continue to look at our videos. But you know, even some of my sales guys do videos too. So when you knock on the door, when you get to the house, the homeowner already knows who you are. They already recognize you. What's in the bio, you know, bio of each sales guy? Mm -hmm. You know, like we have one guy, he's a veteran. So it explains his time as a vet, you know, as, as serving. And it shows a little bit about him and his family. So you get to connect with that person mm -hmm. before they get there. Wow. Yeah, I think That's the videos brilliant. are huge, man. Yeah. It's been we have a video for just about everything. Some of them aren't on our YouTube. We have some that we send just to our homeowners, um, just explaining the process and who we are. And it, it's made a huge difference. I mean, it's all around town here. Everybody is, you know, kind of seeing our, our coverage and then all our vehicles are wrapped. So everything's kind of one progress together. You know, like everybody can see who we are. Yeah. And as a, as a marketing agency, I don't, I don't sell on brand like building very much just because I know I, the average roofer doesn't think about it like that. But I, I also know that that's so big, like brand is yeah. so big and like, it matters so much. It's just, I don't like having to convert people to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it feels a little bit like faith or like, and I also, I'm not, I'm not selling billboards. So I like that our thing has a little bit more data to it, you know? But I, I do know brand is massive and I believe in it because I, I put our brand on everything. Yeah. And I, you know, I believe in brand, but it's it's just hard sometimes. I think earlier roofers, it's just like the earlier you are, sometimes the more it's like, I need every lead. It has to be a lead. And every single piece of marketing has to like this many dollars, this many leads. You know what I mean? And then I think as you get bigger, you can kind of zoom out a little bit and like, I want to pepper this entire county. Yeah. And I want everyone to see our stuff five times, you know? Well, that's the big thing about us. We only service an hour out from our location. I mean, mm. we, we're not going hours and hours away. We're like right in this area. That's it. And so mm. we pretty much cover this area. And most roofing companies don't even come in here because it's just not worth it. You know, they don't have that market. Uh, People don't know who they are. So they kind of stay on the perimeter. And uh, this is our area. This is where we service. We can get to you quick. Um, you know, like this, we... We're not interested in, in driving hours and hours away. We do some commercial work sometimes, but that's a little bit further away. But most of our residential is right here. This is where we do it at. Yeah. Are you sick of what passes for leads these days? What's wrong with sharing leads? Or Facebook ads? 
Not much, unless you want to be the lowest bidder on every job. I wear a lot of hats, but search engine marketing and website, I've passed off to a Google specialized team. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big proponent of that idea. I think sometimes people think they got to spread out to make more money. And it's like, you think you got all of that taken care of, that whole area, even though there's 10 other roofing companies that are living off that area, you don't think you could take up more space in there? Right. I just think, yeah, I think everything compounds when somebody sees you seven times, it compounds. And it's a lot harder to do that when you're spread out in a three hour yeah. area or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a lot more difficult. Now in Florida, we have all these different codes. So different cities have different ways they want things done and they can get mm. really difficult, you know what I mean? So you lose efficiency and it's just, mm. it just didn't make sense to us. We wanted to provide the best service. It wasn't about being the biggest roofing company. We wanted to be the best at what we do. So mm. that's what we have always focused on. So there was no need for us to go much further at the moment. Now, if we have, more and more talented people join us. And that's something that we do. We'll only do it as the talent comes. You know, if we don't have the people capable, of, we won't do it. So we talked about this a little bit before we uh, started the podcast, but how much should you follow up with a lead? Sorry, I'm running around here. No, you're fine. I, I require five times. I mean, I think we should hit them five times with even a simple text. We cover that or a voicemail or you know, texting has been super big for us. People love that. So that works really well, but we'll call the homeowner too. How do you ensure that all five of those touches get done consistently? Or how, do you have any bumpers you have in place for that? Yeah. So there's an events in our, um, inside of our CRM. So every time you contact the homeowner and label it, like, you know, so-and-so called them this date, whatever, so that we all can read the story. So, you know, we don't want to uh, overlap it. So we can see where, how many transactions have happened between us and the homeowner and everything's right there in our events. Does, so does it automatically clock those events? It can. And then also like if you're out in the car and you use your phone, you can do it from there. So that's all app driven. So we can just say that we've, we've contacted the homeowner and, and this is their concerns or this is what they're looking for. Um, a lot of times, um, you know, like if someone in the office gets a request, they'll look it all up and find out who's seen them, who's talked to them about. So we're, we're making sure that we're answering all their questions and we know who contacted them. And I know everyone has a love hate relationship with their CRM, but what, what CRM do you use? I use data forma. So I don't know. It's, okay. To me, it's phenomenal. I, okay. I like it. Okay. So there's a love relationship. I like it. Yeah. I've I heard that it. one a lot. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think it's built for more of your larger companies. Yeah. Um, we probably only use 10% of its capabilities. We try yeah. to like continually to use more and more. Um, but it has an enormous amount of uh, capability with it. We love it. Awesome. How do you get people to get more reviews on your in your company? Yeah, so um, a while back, we noticed that everybody was always talking about numbers. And we we're like, okay, we like numbers. It makes sense. But we want to make sure that the customer experience is the number one concern. We want to make sure that because that's going to be your best advertisement. So we set up a system with a company that um, you can send out your own reviews from your phone and it actually rates, you know, how you did with that homeowner. Mm. And so there's like a first and a last, you know, like we can see. What software see, is this? It's called Pulse M. And yeah, we're able to, yeah, we're able to use it through a uh, production. Um, we use it for sales and it rates every team. And, and, you know, if someone's coming in asking for a raise and they're at the bottom of the list, it's like, hey, man, 
you need to work on your reviews. You need to make sure that your customers are more happy. Don't come to me unless you're leading this. You know what I mean? Like you ought to be in the top. And so it just requires us to spend more time with the homeowner, making sure that they're happy. I always say you should build a relationship with the homeowner right from the beginning, because if something goes wrong on the job and, and it's roofing, anything can happen. You've already built the trust. You don't want to build that trust after something's gone wrong. So we require our guys to build that from the beginning. And then get a review from that homeowner and because that's going to talk about what you did. So we have questions that they answer that you won't necessarily see on Google. It tells us how well they did. And that's how we rate each guy, how they're taking care of their homeowner, because that's what sells. Mm, I love it. So like I said, I think the best sales support is making sure that the install team and the project management is all very well done and taken off their plate because there are roofing companies where those people are very much in it on these projects, maybe more than they should be. Mm -hmm. um, so are there any other ways that you make sure salespeople don't have to deal with install details? Well, um, we have product managers or production managers that are on the job, every job. So each production manager has two crews that he deals with. We used to have it three, but we felt like two was more easily to handle. And so they're doing two houses a day. So each crew will do a house a day. And so that's a little bit more manageable. And then over top of them, we have an overall supervisor supervises them. So if there's a homeowner with a concern that they can't get to, or they need extra help, we can come in and help them. So it's just building um, people in a process that, um, you know, you, you're, you're losing a little bit more of your bottom line because you're having more people involved, but you're making the customer happier and you're able to get to them quicker. And our production managers, know how to install a roof. So they're not pointing to say how to do something that they don't know how to do. So that makes a big difference, um, even for the homeowner. Didn't you say that you have a lot of your people actually work on the cruise to get the experience of actually doing it the, the Eustace way, I guess. Yep. And is that, is that salespeople and production uh, managers that are doing this? Yeah. I mean, even in the office, we'll take, you know, if we hire somebody new in the office, we'll take them to a job site and show them how, hey, here's the drip edge. Here's how it's being installed. We'll take a week and they'll ride around with the production manager to the mm -hmm. job site. So they'll get to see each part of the process. I mean, a lot of times that the calls that come into the office, they get answered from right there in the office. They don't go any further. They know the answer. And mm -hmm. so it doesn't have to take up everybody's time in production. They can focus mm -hmm. on the customer that they're at. But um, yeah, yeah, we're really passionate about it. Yeah. We love it. So they, they kind of see our passion, how we want to install stuff. And it's really about not going back. How can we make this so we don't have to go back? It costs so much money to go back. So we have a bunch of processes and then we show the reason we do it. Mm. So you probably have a pretty good handle on how profitable every job is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of roofers mess up because what they do is they say, you know, they take 10 jobs and say I was profitable from 10 jobs as, you know, as a whole where were you profitable from each job? You know, like that makes a big deal to us. Um, you know, it's, that's really what we see in the industry. They don't know where they lost money and where they made money. And we want to know each job where we're at. And each of those ones that you weren't profitable on are taking basically fuel. All that profit is healthy fuel for your company to rev up your marketing engine or rev up whatever, you know, you wanted team building, whatever it happens to be. It's always a good thing. And it's, it's, I think of it as like talking to my team, but it's like health. The more profit we have, the healthier we are. And it's, you know, to a limit, obviously. But I mean, ultimately, it's an important part for, for their 
career that your company is healthy. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to bring in better people, you got to have that. But I mean, we want to learn from the bad ones too. It's not like, you know, like a huge problem, but it's like, how do we stop this from happening again? Mm. You know, and, and a lot of times that's what makes us more efficient is finding out where we went wrong instead of, you know, always mm. concentrating on where we went right. That's really good, man. So yeah, you can like actually do a little meeting or, uh, hey, look at this job. This is why this was unprofitable. This is how we avoid it in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then we're doing everything we can to be efficient on the side of that. Like we got our own, you know, fuel tanks here. So we're fueling our own vehicles. We have our own tire shop right here. We have our own mechanic shop that's here. So like we're trying everything we can do to be efficient so that we can put the money back into the company. I mean, that's basically what we've done for years is we put everything back into the company. Our most of our resources go to the crew that's putting the roof on. That's where it's at. It looks like a NASCAR team just pulled up, you know, like mm -hmm. professionals that are there to put your roof on. So that's where we put a lot of our resources and that helps you sell. Mm. I love that. Is there anything else you want to talk about that's going on in the industry? It's a, it's a roofing focused podcast. So anything else that's going on, you want to chat about There's a bunch of roofers listening to this, watching this, mm -hmm. what's, what's yeah. good. What's new. Well, I think a lot's changing in the industry. I think, um, you know, Florida, we're seeing homeowners that have to replace the roof every 12 to 15 years now. Um, so that's something that's a need that needs to be met. Um, we're also seeing financing becoming more and more of interest to people. Um, and we're seeing the solar down here so big and how it, you know, integrates with roofing is, is a big deal. Um, Cause you can't, you know, put solar on uh, old roofs. It's gotta be on something that's newer. So you can't have it outlast the roof system. It's got to be together. Um, I think the newest thing is, you know, I'm seeing more labor down here than I've ever seen in the hmm. industry, like ins installation crews. And I mean, we, one thing that people got to understand is a lot of times when you're doing videos and you're marketing the homeowners, sometimes you're actually marketing to future employees. And mm -hmm. I think people get that. So a lot of times I'll do videos, but I'm actually trying to reach new employees not always the homeowner you know mm. we'll take it any way we can get it but we're actually building a brand with people that want to work here we get people that come here every day looking for work when i started this i didn't have that you know what i mean i was i said it on another podcast i joined the wine state soccer team to find employees that was my way of doing it you know hey, that's a, that works i hear it did it worked you know who showed up to practice who put the the most effort in, you know, hey, you want to come work for me? You know, I'm looking for guys that are high performers. How do I find these guys? And I joined the soccer team just to find that. But um, nowadays with the videos and the marketing, we're getting that back. They're, they want to work here. They're calling us and, and we get, you know, a, a, a lot of different people that come in. We can kind of pick and choose what we're looking for and, and who is talented. And that's what, you know, if you can bring talented people in, like even the guys installing the shingles, we always look for talent there because they are your marketing force. If they're putting good roofs on, it's just like a basketball team. If you're winning games, you're going to draw your audience. You're going to draw your customers to come buy tickets. And the same thing with the roofing industry. If we can put talented individuals on your roof, they're going to market for you. But we're reaching them because we're marketing on our videos and on our Facebook and all that kind of stuff about how awesome these guys are that work for us and the opportunities here. Mm. And that sells to homeowners. I like that. That's awesome. I love the double duty marketing there. Yeah, because you can sell a bunch of jobs to customers, but if you don't have the labor force to do it, what good is it? You know, you got to have the labor force. 100%. Um, is there anything that you have as a call to action for other roofers that you want to mention here? You know, I, I just, 
I think, you know, like a call to action to other roofers, I would say, I don't know. I always say, take care of your, your roofers, man. I, I, that's my biggest thing here is, is the, the labor force is how do we find better labor and how do we take care of those guys? Um, those guys are something we, we provide them with like, um, you know, backpacks for the kids to take to school and hats and all that stuff. And I think we, we need to treat them guys with the most respect possible. Those guys are out there installing these roofs in this heat. Like that's, mm. it's a, it's a big deal to us here. Hmm. I love it, man. And I, I want to say thank you for, uh, a, you have a great reputation in the roofing industry. Thank you for spending the time with me on this podcast. Everyone check them out, EustisRoofing.com. And uh, yeah, just thanks for taking the time today. Yeah, man. Big fan. Love to be on the show. Thank you. Awesome. And the podcast is put on by HookAgency.com, Hook Agency all over social. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening and have a good one.